0: Contact Centre Focus, the reality training podcast.
1: Hi, welcome to episode two of Contact Centre Focus. Call centres as we used to call them. But of course, technology means you don't just call people, you connect with them through the myriad of methods, including web chatting and all that stuff. We thought we'd we'd do a topic, dealing with difficult customers.
0: Now, this is aimed at agents and advisors who work in call centres, and every time they pick up a call, they dread the thought that it might be a difficult customer. Now, the term difficult could mean lots of different things. It could mean somebody who is angry, annoyed, not necessarily wanting to go down the route of the call that you would like them to, someone who has been waiting for a long time and can't help but tell you their annoyance about that, or someone who's preoccupied with something else and that's making it difficult for you to take them down that that route that you need them to as well. So there's lots of different forms of difficult customers. Sometimes we will vote with our feet and hang up on them, which I know is incredibly rude and uh, and bad form. What we need is some different types of strategy that will really help us bring these difficult customers through that stress level they're at and take them into a, a sort of journey on this call which is going to get them where they need to be, where you need to be. So we're going to give you some different ideas and tips on how to do that. What we
1: could begin with I suppose is probably one of the overarching strategies you need, which links to Eric Burns' work on transactional analysis. You don't want to be the parent talking to the child. What you want is you want parent-to-parent conversation. You know, you you want to be adults together. The awful thing is you sometimes hear complaints and you hear someone being quite maternal. Now, don't you talk to me like that and it's sort of a mum telling someone off or a dad telling their son off. And that just doesn't work. So if you're interested in looking into more of Eric Byrne's work, do check out Transactional Analysis. But we're going to be adult to adult. We're going to be, you know, adults. That's what we want to be. Human beings. with yes. Mutual respect.
0: So we're going to give you some examples here. And you, listening to this, must translate these examples to the marketplace or the products that you're dealing with. I think the best way to do this would be to think about some kind of retention call. Now, the reason it's a retention call is that if you were calling into a company for the first time, apart from being on hold for a long time, you haven't got anything to really be annoyed with them about. Whereas I think for a retention call, you've been with them a while and you've come through to them and you're annoyed about something. So let's imagine on this particular example, I am the advisor. Jeremy is the customer coming through to me. He has car insurance, the renewal price has come through to him. It's higher than he thought it was going to be. And he's annoyed about it. So let's see what happens when he comes through to me at Bob's Insurance. Okay. So ringy ring, ringy ring. Hello, you through to Bob's Insurance. Are you looking to renew or review your policy today?
1: Well, I was going to renew it. But I suppose the second of those choices review because it's Way more than than it should be, way more, I don't know why it's rocketed so much, okay, well, I'm sorry to hear that. What were you paying
0: before? three seven five now you want four six, five, you know what's going on okay well, I'm sorry, feel it's gone up a bit too much. What I'd like to do is uh, find out a bit more about your policy and the type of car and type of driving that you do. Then we can look at a number of different options that you have available to you, and then you can decide what you'd like to do. How does that sound? well, that
1: sounds like you've just set an agenda with me, which uh... I think we're going to say is really one of the most important things to do rather than just fire questions at me. So I I feel rather more relaxed. Thank
0: you. Okay, so that's an agenda. And we've led him into how we're going to do this call. Now, let's imagine that he's a bit more annoyed than that and doesn't want to necessarily go down that route. So let's try the call again. So ringy, ring, ringy, ring. Hi, you through to Bob's Insurance. Are you looking to renew or review your policy today? Neither. I, I think I'm going to cancel this
1: off. It's just I don't know what you guys are playing at, but uh, I've been with you for 16 years. I'm not paying this. What do you want? My postcode? Do you want to find me? How are we going to do it? Well, I'm very sorry to hear you want to cancel
0: it. What's led you to want to cancel it? Very simple. It's gone up by 125 quid. Okay, it's gone up by £125. And you're now saying you want to cancel yeah, that insurance policy? I'm not paying that. No way. No okay, way. fine. If I could find you a policy that covered you in the way you needed it to, that was within a price range you could afford, would you consider that?
1: Mm, Yeah, but um, you know, this isn't that as it stands now. So I would, but I don't know what it is that's in the policy that's making it so high or or whatever.
0: What I need to do is just take down some information from you. I need to uh, look at the the policy you have. We can discuss the options and then you can decide whether you would still like to cancel or renew in a different way. How does that sound?
1: I'm okay with that. So you're saying by using the hypothetical question on me first, you're able to mm-hmm. relax me to yes. then go into your agenda. Right. Exactly. Right. Thank you for listening to Contact Centre Focus. If you're leaders of the most senior level or even the middle management level are just not effective. They're driving their dashboards, they're administrating, they're not inspiring people, they're not coaching, they're not really getting to the nub of the customer's problem and helping design the right language around that. Get us in, we help contact centres grow.
0: Now the hypothetical question is important because You could have a customer who's so annoyed that when you say, if I could find you a policy that works for you within your price range, would you consider it? If they say, no, there's no way on God's clean earth I'm going to stay with you, I'm cancelling, there is absolutely no point in going down the road to try and save them. And this is a big mistake that lots of people make. They think we'll try anything to save them. No. You've said, if I could get you the right policy within your price range, would you consider it? No, I'm not going to consider it. Well, then there's no point in doing it. But in the majority of cases, they'll say, well, I might do. And then you set the agenda. There should be no call centre conversations, regardless of how annoyed the customer sounds, that do not have an agenda that you control. It's the most important thing.
1: Let's talk about the psychology of the hypothetical. So if on a completely other thing, if Bob was tired and he really didn't want to go out with me for an evening, I'd say, hey, Bobby, do you want to come out tonight? Should we go out? For, should we go out? Oof, no,
0: I'm a bit bit tired, if I'm
1: honest Okay, so you're a bit tired If mm-hmm. we could find a quiet little place where we mm-hmm. had a drink and
0: mm-hmm. even
1: though you were tired it wasn't overwhelming, we just had a relaxing evening, w- would you consider that?
0: Yeah, I probably would
1: So what I've done now is I'm not asking Bob to go out I'm asking him to consider a situation where it wouldn't be overwhelming and that even by being a little tired he'd still cope rather than just fighting and saying, oh come on, you're not tired, because it's just an argument then so the hypothetical is getting somebody to put a part of themselves, but not their real selves, into a situation. And that's what we did with the policy. So these are a couple of important things. Now, the other thing that we must talk about is the listening. When we've listened to calls where people go, can I get your policy number? And, what you're, and they're wanting to offload and be angry. You must let the person finish speaking before you interrupt them to follow your process. If contact centres adopted that policy then there'd be a lot of people who could purge their anger because they want to be heard. They just want to speak what they're annoyed about rather than keep giving postcodes and policy numbers. They want to tell you what they're angry about first.
0: Now, let's give you an example now of that. So Jeremy's going to do the same call. He's going to be as annoyed as he was on the second version, but I'm going to do something which you should never do, okay? And uh, it'll be very obvious what that is, but let's just see so ringy ring ringy, ring hi through to bob's insurance are you looking to renew or review your policy today uh nothing beginning
1: with R. only something you're going to
0: C. cancel please oh god i'm really sorry why do you want to well, cancel? yeah you
1: can be as sorry as you like can we just get this cancelled please i don't want to take any time well, what, what why do you want to cancel why do i want to cancel yeah it's, i can do what i want please i just want to cancel i don't need to tell you why i want to cancel but is it the price oh can you ju- do I? Can you forward me to somebody else? What's going on? Can you just help me, please? Just tell me—is it the price? I'm sorry, I, I'm not going to speak to you. Come on, just just, just tell me. Just—is it? The of course, pr- it's is it, partly is it, the price, it, but it's, it's also now your attitude. It's more than
0: that. It's now right, the whole of this right, brand listen, is going down. Look, look, no, look. What happens is they send out the renewals. They don't tell us what they've put on them. It's an internal system which is ridiculous. That's why we take these calls. I reckon okay. I can probably sort you out. A lower price, yeah? So I can sort you at no, a lower price no. and you'll be no, happy. Thank you. yeah. No, Yeah?
1: No, no. Your lack of integrity has now made me dislike you even more. So what we're moving into there, which we'll definitely have another episode on in much greater detail, is a load of juicy disloyal bonding going on there, isn't there?
0: Disloyal bonding is when I, as the advisor, absolutely slag off my own company and say their system doesn't have any integrity and is trying to con this customer out of money. But by talking to me, I'm able to do something about that price. Now, that is disloyal bonding. I'm bonding with the customer in a way which you know is going to damage the company. This is a really big habit with difficult customers. You think, well, I want the customer to like me. So in that case, I'll side with him against my own brand. Now, this is something you must never do. Your job is to be an ambassador for your brand, even if you think, that your brand is behaving in a way which lacks integrity, it is not your job to express that to customers. This is one of the biggest learnings you can take away from this podcast. And for any work that you're doing in a call center, please understand that you must be loyal to your own company, which is a tough one.
1: So listen, don't interrupt, set agendas, ask hypothetical questions. Now, of course, this is just being put to you in a very short framework in just you know a very short podcast episode but even if you take these tips and you work on them you will increase and decrease the frustration of your customers so thanks for tuning in we'll have more for you soon cheers for that bobby bye for now bye